Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast to get you through your repetitive day like Bill Murray. Welcome to the podcast to get you through your repetitive day like Bill Murray. Welcome to the podcast to get you through your repetitive day like Bill Murray. Hashtag just just saying. saying. Happy Groundhog Day. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I figured that's where you were going with that. Yes. Yes. Any other way or any other situation, I don't like repetitive stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I've told you twice. It's too much. It's Bill Murray. It's a good movie. It's Groundhog Day. Hey. The other day. I was in the living room, and Jay was in the kitchen, and I said something to him, and he's like, what? Never mind. <laughs> I just say never mind now. I can't be bothered. This, why, why, why say it twice? What? Yeah. Not nanny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. This is the, the pre-footballing show. Yay! Mm. Super Bowl weekend. I have no emotional stake in this game. <laughs> well, the Giants aren't in it, so she don't even give a shit. It's tough to care. <laughs> it really is. As you can see, if you're watching the YouTube version, I'm ready. Ah, uh, yes. We record the video uh, version of the podcast. We post it up on YouTube. Uh, go check that out. Watch, like, subscribe. There we go. I've yeah. done. I've done my reminders for the day. For those of you who aren't watching the YouTube, I am wearing my Patriots hat and my Patriots jersey. I have a Saints hat on because it really... She likes the hat. I like the hat. I like the design. But more so, I have found that it really annoys people. <laughs> it really, really does. You get you get stuff mentioned to you when you and I go out and do errands. Well, you know, I can't win because, <laughs> like I said, I'm a Giants fan. So when I wear my Giants hat, I get shit on, right? When I wear the Saints hat, I get shit on. Yep. I was in a supermarket a few weeks ago, and the guy goes, oh, Saints fan, huh? <laughs> and legit, because I have no emotional tie with the, with the team, mm-hmm. and I literally got this hat almost for free. Mm-hmm. And I went- You can't beat that. No, 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 you can't. And he goes, oh, Saints fan, huh? And I went, no. <laughs> and he stared at me for a few minutes, and he goes- Okay, <laughs> like like he was gonna taunt me and then had to do a three sixty because he couldn't. He his mind was blown. He was like, I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> well, there's one player I like that's on the Saints. Oh, uh, Kamala, is that his name? <laughs> nope. Uh, I can't remember his name. I think it's Kamala, something like that. P.J. Williams. P.J. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Number twenty six. He used to play for Florida State. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Okay, I got, I got a couple things real quick. And go. Go. Uh, we don't shy away from toilet stories here on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I have another work-related toilet story. Your work or someone else's work? My work. Oh, here we go. My day job that I have to go to. So that I can do this fun shit. <laughs> um, there. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, like six months ago, 
Somebody put a sign in the bathroom. Six moon pies ago. Yeah, six moon pies ago. Someone put a sign in the bathroom that says, Stop the overspraying because it's causing... And then has photos of people choking, and it has a photo of Goofy, and he's slipping. He's like, "Woo!" Right before he does that, "Woo!" <laughs> like that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's causing people to slip and fall. So I go outside to take my nap, and I come back my lunch nap, and I come back inside, and I you know I was out in the cold. I got to go to the bathroom, so I go inside the bathroom. And I shut the door, and I turn around, and there's a new sign. <laughs> In addition to the overspray sign. And what's this one say? There's now a sign that says, before you leave this bathroom, make sure the toilet is clean. <laughs> it's like, clean the bowl, make sure there's nothing on the floor. And I went, what the fuck happened while I was in the ba- while I was at lunch? Anything's possible. Anything is at this job. Anything is. People revenge poop. There's deadly revenge poops. All kinds of shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. So I handled my business, and I didn't have to check because I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> and so I go to my supervisor's cube, and I'm like, hey. And I lean in on her, and I go, What's going on with the bathroom? And she looks alarmed, right? What do you mean what's going on? <laughs> she goes, what do you mean? Exactly. See, She's like, what do you mean? That's the usual uh, reaction to that. And I said, well, there's a new sign in there. And she goes, oh. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. That was like, oh, I, I'm. we're on the same page now. I got gotcha. you. So she goes, well, people are getting tired of cleaning all the people's mess. And I said, what is happening? But I need to know what's happening. I was like, because it was very specific with the bowl on the floor. And she goes, well, I've got, and this is, this is where it's going to get kind of gross, folks. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, but what can I say? It's a good place to do it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But let, let me, let me just say this. I mean, you get to enjoy it in the, wherever you are, the comfort of your home. If you're in an office, um, maybe in your car. However it is you enjoy this, I had to endure this at work. (laughs) (laughs) I was in my place of business. So just take that into account while you're squirming in your seat. (laughs) She turns to me and says, well, I've gone into the bathroom before and people have spray shit all over the, the wall and the toilet and stuff. And I was like, what are people eating? I was like, it doesn't, it's. Beans? I was like, are they half sitting? Like, how do you do that? And she goes, I have no idea. Someone must have had chili today. Yeah. So I said, I was just curious because I thought something happened recently while I was at lunch and I wanted to know. And she goes, well, she said, let's go ask this other person because she's usually the one who does signs. (laughs) And so... Someone specifically for science. There's a specific person. So we went to her cubicle. Yeah. Here's your sign. Yeah. So we went to her cubicle and she goes, oh. And then this is my supervisor. She goes, oh, Tara wants to know. <laughs> Throw you under the bus, yeah. Why? What's with the sign? And then this per- this person then decided to tell me 
the horrors that have occurred <laughs> in the bathroom and I mean in the ladies room the horrors of bathroom island the horrors in the bathroom apparently like people have gone in and there's been like poop on the floor there's been it's a ladies room so there's you know there's some some blood on the floor there's all kinds of shit I'm like <laughs> yeah I'm like a mass murder occurred in there and shit so she's like you know we're just getting tired of it and I said that's sad I was like, because, you know... You're not home. Well, it's not even that. I was like, you know, we're all adults. We are. Mm-hmm. A lot of the most out part. there that are not adultish. No, I mean adultish. <laughs> I have a shirt that says that. <laughs> but, like, even for, like, the most, you know, like, immature person, like, people have to know. Like, it's, it's just bathroom etiquette. Like, you're taught that at a young age. I, th- I think... So I was just shaking my head. I'm like, I don't understand people. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. It's like, you shouldn't have to tell a, a grown person not to poop all over the back of the toilet. <laughs> and yet here we are. We have to make signs. Please yep. don't poop on the back of the toilet. <laughs> Try to get it in the bowl. Sit on the bowl. Uh, if you sit, I don't understand. <laughs> Drop was, it in. I was like, if you sit, there's no problem. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be a problem if you're sitting. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. So I was just aghast. I was like, I... Aghast. I was aghast. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. Now... I can. I know. I'm not even there. I. It's just sad. So I got... Mm-hmm. Since we're being disgusting... <laughs> I got one more story. Oh, good. In that vein, excuse me, and it made me, this occurred last night, and it made me laugh so hard. How hard? I was busting guts. Okay, I... Ouch. A a very quick backstory, okay? Um, I've I've gotten into... um, there's this comedian named John Oliver. He's British. Um, I've gotten into his stuff lately. He has a show on HBO called Last Week Tonight. It's very funny. Well, I think it's very funny. Uh, he tackles all kinds of issues from, like, you know, the border wall to, you know, the, the current politics. And then he tackles other social things. Okay, now he had, so Jay and I have been watching some of these. Now he had one, a video titled Sex Ed. And Jay goes, oh, we have to watch the (laughs) Sex Ed one. Now, do you remember what age you were when you had to, I assume you took a sex ed class at school. Yeah. Yeah. Because Massachusetts, they let us. Some states, they do not. I think it was around ninth grade. Ninth, Ninth grade? Yeah. That old? Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, apparently <laughs> something was wrong with me because... Well, that's fine. My <laughs> That's around the time I was getting into uh, <laughs> this stuff. Well, apparently my town decided to hit us before <laughs> things were happening, so... Before I even knew yeah, I had sex. Mine was like seventh grade. Wow. However oh. old you are in seventh grade. Well, maybe they should do that these days. Um, I'm trying to think how old you are in seventh grade. It'd be like 11, 12. Like 12, maybe, in seventh grade? That makes sense. We'll say 12. Correct me if I'm 12, wrong. maybe 13. Care. Yeah, like, like 11, 12, 13, whatever. In that group. 
And I remember it. You know, the only part of the class that I remember is the teacher who really wasn't that old, actually. 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 Um, <laughs> and she was always out pregnant. So I guess she's the right person to teach sex ed. <laughs> <laughs> How like can she... she teach it when she doesn't even know herself? <laughs> I don't know. In sex so, ed, you learn like protection and I guess she parts was like and how to do it. I guess she was like, she hey. obviously knows how to do it. Now it was it, this was really funny to me because she wasn't that old and she wanted to like be hip. <laughs> so she was talking to us like we were all like you know like we're let's all sit and rap. <laughs> Come on, kids, gather around. We're gonna rap. So she tried to tell you use, how I do it. So she she used the the proper medical term, which is for for things for body parts, which is great. But then she decided to throw in slang words for them, <laughs> and there is nothing funnier. And I'm sorry if you're like 12, but between the ages of 11 and, and 13, whatever the age that seventh grade I was. Um, I'm, there is nothing funnier than an adult standing in front of the class going, and you know, if you get kicked into balls, it's going to hurt. <laughs> this is not a balloon. Yes. And she actually was like, and you know, those are your balls. And I was just laughing, <laughs> laughing, laughing. Well, I couldn't stop laughing. Age, you will giggle. Oh, we giggled. <laughs> there was tons of giggling. And then they split us up. They split us up because there were things that the girls needed to know and there were things that the guys needed to know. <laughs> but I tell you that to tell you this. We were watching the sex ed video and there are like... Born. Yes. And there are like six states in the U.S. that don't allow sex ed in schools, right? And that's crappy because, you know, they're going to they're gonna learn or... Not, not at all, and things are going to go bad. So he, he then started talking about that, and then he went to these horrible videos that they would show in um, like schools that were trying to, instead of teach sex ed, to teach abstinence. Mm-hmm. And there were these hip-looking, there were these 30-year-old people who were trying to look like they were in high school, and they're like, hey, it's okay to just say no. And I'm like... <laughs> What? No. <laughs> no. So, but then, and this was the thing that I was laughing so hard at, and I was texting my husband this morning about it. Grab her in the pussy. No, but yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want to when you hear this story. This is a story. <laughs> Do you remember the, okay, this is an actor. He's a famous actor now. He was in, um, the only movie I can recall off my head that he was in was Armed and Dangerous. Okay. He was one of the bad guys who worked for the union. The, in... the bigger guy? Yes. The one with the mustache? No. The younger one that was in Beverly Hills Cop. Was he in Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah. The first one. Maybe. Yes. I think you know the guy I'm talking yeah. about. He was in this he was in this video. And he looked like he was about 19, 20. Jesus. Yeah, I think his name is Michael something. Michael something. Yeah, Michael something. Anyway. He was in this video. Now, the premise of this video is, I'm sorry, this woman's gotten her period, okay? <laughs> now, they're bowling, okay? This, I'm setting this up for you. This is, this, is, this, this is true. This was a true video. 
they're bowling, right? You hear the guy's inner monologue. He's like, oh, Susan's bowling different tonight. (laughs) 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 And then he's like looking at her and he's like, I don't understand why Susan's bowling much better. (laughs) Like she all of a sudden can bowl. So she hits a strike and the guy's like, What's the matter with you tonight? You don't normally bowl this good. (laughs) So the girl sits down, looks at him, and goes, Well, it's because I've gotten my period. (laughs) He then he then he then picks up the ball, starts to bowl, and then goes, She's better at bowling because she's gotten her period. And then, like, as he's throwing his ball, it freeze frames, and he's just got this dumbified look on his face. <laughs> he doesn't understand what's happening, right? Because he's like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> so I told Jay, <laughs> this is my poor husband. So I was laughing so hard, and Jay was laughing. And uh, I, was, I looked at him, I told him this morning, I was like, listen, I said, the next time, that, you know, it's that time of the month that I can't do nothing with you. I was like, I'm just going to look at you and go, I can't, honey. I'm really good at bowling this week. Good code. <laughs> and he goes, oh, my God, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> can't. I'm really good at bowling this week. I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know why. I'm really good at bowling now. <laughs> Strike! Susan's never been this good at bowling before. I don't understand. That's that's him. That's him. That's the guy. Jonathan Banks. <laughs> Jonathan Banks. Yep. Okay. He was in Hunter too. Hmm. That was the actor. He looked really, really young. It might have been like <laughs> the first thing he ever did. And then it was funny because at the end of the show, John Oliver did his own little sex video. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's okay to say no, and no means no, and don't think you're an <laughs> asshole, and blah, blah, blah. You're right. And then they brought that guy on. You're right. What? His first thing here, his first movie, his first movie credit. Yeah? Linda's film on menstruation. See? See? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> so then John Oliver does his own video, and he's got, like, Nick Offerman, and he's like, look, that's a clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> And all kinds of stuff. And, like, Megan Mullally was in it because Nick Offerman was in it. And she's like, that's how you put a condom on. And blah, blah, blah. I'm not used to one that small. That was 1974. Wow. And then they had that guy, Jonathan Banks. And he's, like, the end of the video. And he looks at the camera and he's like, having a period doesn't mean you're good at bowling. (laughs) (laughs) Not really going to help your game. It's not going to help your game. But I was just like, I've got to talk about that because it was so fucking crazy. We should have watched it before the show so that you could feel the the comedy. (laughs) It was it was so bad. It was so cringeworthy. It was hilarious. I don't know. Susan's really good at bowling now. I don't that means you're good at bowling? I don't understand. You're a woman? Mm-hmm. That's right. My goodness. So for all those ladies out there who will go to bowling this week, <clears throat> good for you. <laughs> I don't know what to say. 
Good game. Good game. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> I just, I knew you'd laugh too. I was like, yeah. I I have to tell that story. That's ridiculous. Oh. oh my god. But anyway. <laughs> How do you bounce back from that? Oh, we talked about your period. Not mine. <laughs> Not mine specifically. Because I suck at bowling either way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, anyway. Uh, wait a couple weeks. You'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep trying. You'll get that ball between those pins. Ooh, sexual metaphor. Strike. <laughs> Getting the strikes on those lanes. All right. While Susan becomes a woman. <laughs> Good job, Susan. <laughs> All right, so you want to do that something? Girl. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> He's like, I don't even know. Let's do, uh, <coughs> let's do a few of yours first. A few of mine first? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I wasn't prepared for that at all. <laughs> okay. I got two things, right? Uh, actually, I'm going to do that way. Oh. Okay. So, the we got some football stuff because the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl is coming. The Super Bowl is coming. I'm not expecting like a big 34-7 to 7 type victory. Yeah. I'm thinking more like, you know, like a 31-24 type mm. thing. or Really? Yeah, something... Kind of close. I was thinking like 25, 28 or something. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a matter of only a few points. Because the way the Eagles played on the last game. Yeah. Which was a little more <clears throat> surprising than we were expecting. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not expecting a blowout. Okay. That too could be a sexual metaphor. Ah, <laughs> Susan. <laughs> you bowling bitch. <laughs> What I have, one of the things that I have is the most hated players in the NFL. There's a list. It's not my list, but it's somebody's list. (laughs) Somebody made the time to write a list. You don't name names. I I can't name names. I have no sources on this. So, the most hated players in the NFL. Number one. Peyton. (laughs) That's your list. That's it. (laughs) One man. (laughs) Occupying the whole, and you just wrote his name 20 times? List is done. One name. So the first name is Marshawn Lynch. Okay. Lynch was arrested in 2008 and 2012 for separate incidents, but that's not the reason he's here. Well, what is? He became a heel late in his career with Seattle, whether it was crotch grab during a touchdown run or outright refusal to speak to the media. Who could forget his famous... I'm only here so I won't get fined before the Super Bowl. He's one of the most physical runners in NFL history, even if he has his fair share of haters. Oh, hmm. <laughs> Haters gonna hate. Word. Okay, the next one. You won't like it. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski. Eh. Gronk is the... Old, uh, my sister calls him Fragili. Yeah, so it means have. He is the fragilest fucking thing. <laughs> He's like a Fabergé egg. You got to wrap him in bubble wrap? Yes. 
before the game. He's awful. <clears throat> Gronk is the ultimate frat boy. He drinks. He dances. He directs his own party boy cruise. Yep. He gets away with all of it because, well, who doesn't love Gronk? Give credit to Gronkowski. He doesn't apologize for any of it, and he doesn't care what anybody thinks. For the haters, it's just another reason to loathe the Patriots. <laughs> Don't worry, my boy's on here. <laughs> I know. Rodney Harrison. Harrison developed a reputation as a dirty player when playing safety for the Chargers and the Patriots. That led to multiple fines that totaled more than $200,000. He was suspended for one game in 2002 for helmet-to-helmet hit on Jerry Rice. One game. And then again, again, (laughs) in 2007 for violating the league's substance abuse policy. He still finds a way to stir it up as an analyst. Well, fuck you. (laughs) The next one, Odell Beckham Jr. I know. I didn't write the list. Oh, boy. Remember, he's on the other list that we did. That he was like one of the greatest. I'll take it on the chin because two of my boys are on here. Susan will take it on the chin, too. (laughs) She can't. She's good at bowling. It's not so much the fans. Beckham's highlight reel catches are always worth second and third looks. It's his reputation within the league as a complainer and an instigator that has heated up after battles with uh, within the NFC East. He does complain. Well, to his credit, he only complains when he loses. Don't we all? I yeah. complain when you lose, too. <laughs> you and I should get together. We'll have a complain train. Because he's a season giant. She's complained a lot. <laughs> complain train. I like that. <laughs> Jump on board the complain train, mother... <laughs> all right. Hmm. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor became the reason I became a New York Giants fan. So this hurts, but that's okay, because it's just somebody's opinion. Taylor is arguably the greatest defensive player in the NFL history, but some of that was offset by his reckless behavior on and off the field during his career with the Giants. He served a 30-day suspension in 1988 after testing positive for cocaine, and he had substance (laughs) abuse problems that led to multiple arrests when his career was over. Taylor is more revered now, but it was a different story in his playing days. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yes, it is. I couldn't reach the thing. (laughs) I'm my own worst enemy. Okay. Jim McMahon. Do you remember Jim McMahon? With his little headband, the Chicago Bears. Yep, okay. There you go. His headband and his (laughs) Ray-Ban glasses walking around like a prick. (laughs) He was. You know what I was thinking of the other day? Quick pause on the list. Um, because we're on Jim McMahon. Oh, pause, we got some. I know. It's, well, we're on Jim McMahon. Does anybody else out there, I'm talking to you folk, does anybody else remember the Chicago Bears Super Bowl shuffle? Do you remember the Super Bowl shuffle? Yeah, I do. You do? Thank you. Everybody loved the Chicago Bears for that. Why? Chicago Bears do the Super Bowl shuffle. Do it! <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to quickly do a Super Bowl shuffle there? I know. Bats? Eagles? <laughs> Somebody? Okay, Jim McMahon. Of all the personalities on the Chicago Bears team of the 80s, McMahon was the most controversial. He drank beer at press conferences. Woo-hoo! He sparred with Mike Ditka. He wore headbands in defiance of NFL Commissioner Pete Rizal. He mooned television cameras. 
and always said what was on his mind for better or worse. boy. That was good enough to lead to the 85 <laughs> Bears, uh, one of the greatest seasons in NFL history. Hmm. I don't recall seeing him moon anything, but Neither. I'm, you know, I would have been youngish. <laughs> well, in 85 I was 10. Hmm. I don't need to see that. I was 8. Move on. Richard, Move on. Richard Sherman. I fucking hate Richard Sherman. So she's happy he's on the list. I am. I he's, hate him too. He's the guy. Do you remember a couple of seasons ago, uh, Seattle won a big game and they were going to the playoffs. And the reporter came over to him and he basically made it seem like he was the only one who won the game. Yep. And he's like, it was me. I'm the greatest. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm, the, the poor woman was like, like, I don't know what to say right now. She looks so scared. Because he started screaming, and he's like, I'm the greatest, blah, blah, blah. No, you're not. Asshole. <laughs> uh, oh, and here we go. Ooh. Richard Sherman is the heart of the Seattle defense in his interview with Aaron Andrews after the 2014 NFC Championship game. There you go. Gave his haters everything they needed. <laughs> Ammo. Sherman is consistent. He'll go after Tom Brady on the field or skip Bayless on national television. He's honest and not afraid to express his opinions on football or social issues. That yep. makes him an easy target for criticism. Yep. I guess. Ricky Williams. Is hated the right word here? Williams, the player for whom New Orleans mortgaged an entire draft, was, oh, hi, I know, was never <laughs> fully understood in the NFL critics' Uh, always wondered how much he cared. Williams became more closely associated with marijuana use Ooh. after he failed three drug tests and was suspended for the 2004 season. Williams <sighs> returned to the league and finished with 10,000 rushing yards. Still, if you're a Saints fan, you hate him. Now, this season generally is like four months. Yeah. You got plenty of time afterwards to smoke your weed and do your drugs. <laughs> It. Sean's is, like, you can smoke weed time. after. This is a perfect quitting time. <laughs> after, once your last game's done, go roll a blunt. Go roll Shit. a blunt! Light up. Oh, my God. Keyshawn Johnson, when you have a book called Just Give Me the Damn Ball, you know you have an outspoken and controversial player. Johnson developed a reputation and a nickname, Me Sean. <laughs> <laughs> That followed him throughout his career. Be arrogant. He was deactivated from Tampa Bay's roster in 2003 after continuous fighting with Bucks coach John Gruden. Hmm. Johnson finished his career with 814 Johnson. catches and 10,571 <laughs> yards. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. Yay! I know. <laughs> Heinz Ward. Are they gonna say Heinz ketchup? No. <laughs> Heinz Ward, why would a Super Bowl MVP who played with a smile plastered on his face be on this list? He well, was one... we'll tell you why. Oh, I shall. He was one of the NFL's best blocking receivers, but that led to some cheap shots, like the time he broke Cincinnati linebacker Keith Rivers' jaw on a crackback <laughs> block. Ward was voted NFL's dirtiest player by his peers in 2009. As far as NFC uh, North opponents go, Ward is at or near the top of the most hated list. Then why is, why is he there and not up there? I don't know. 
Idiots. <laughs> I didn't make the list. <laughs> Cortland Finnegan. <clears throat> Cortland Finnegan. Um. Oh boy, he <laughs> he uh, he got into a big fight with um. I forget the player's name. Cortland Finnegan plays for the Tennessee Titans, and I think the other player played for the Houston Texans. Yeah. And they actually took helmets off and were punching each other. Ooh. And they both got in trouble. I'm sure that... Football, the boxing. Uh, yeah. Finnegan has called been called everything from dirty to crazy. <laughs> but the cornerback's physical style has bothered opponents and fans since 2006. He's best remembered for a 2010 fight with Andre Johnson that resulted in helmets flying off and $25,000 fines for both players. Maybe to them that's nothing. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. If, uh, I mean, twenty five thousand is like twenty five. Even if you're making a million a year, twenty five thousand <sighs> would be like, oh, damn, I'd I'd be pissed. I hate that. They, Ch- <laughs> they, they're getting paid all that just to play football, right? And here we are getting up in the morning where we don't want to and driving to work. <laughs> Where we don't want to. Where there's shit all over the toilets <laughs> and signs everywhere. And Susan. <laughs> Damn you, Susan. All right, Susan, you settle down. <laughs> Chad Johnson. Ocho Cinco isn't for the act like you've been there crowd. What was your favorite or least favorite Ocho Cinco's touchdown celebration? He enraged some by putting a fake Hall of Fame jacket on after one of them. Mm. Johnson became more of a slideshow later in his career and has faced legal issues since his final season with the Patriots in 2011. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, my. Yes. Brett Favre. Oh. You can't put Favre higher because he's adored by just as many fans, especially in Green Bay, yet those same Packer fans were tested when Favre played for the Jets and then the rival Vikings. The whole charade late in his career, from the constant waffling about retirement to the alleged text to Jen Sturger, cast Favre in a much different light. He became a parody fit for a Frank Caliendo impression. Brett Favre! <laughs> Tim Tebow. Tim! Oh, Tim! Tebow! Tim Curry! Tim Curry, <laughs> <laughs> you may laugh. Yay! We didn't think the haters hate Tim Tebow himself. He's a try-hard quarterback who led Denver on a memorable playoff run before he fizzled out in New York and New England. He does and says all the right things. The haters hate the Tebow hype, which started in college with the speech. Tebow's strong beliefs in God have also drawn out on both sides. He's done nothing wrong, but perhaps no quarterback with nine career wins as a starter, including the playoffs, has driven so many headlines with so much criticism. Hmm. God. <laughs> Cam Newton. Ooh. Cam. <laughs> A lot of people hate Cam Newton. Cam. I actually will say, like, Cam Newton's one of those people, like, on the field, he's kind of a prick. But off the field, like, he does a lot for kids and all kinds of charity stuff. He's a semi-prick. Yeah, so it's tough to hate him. Uh, okay. Well, probably not that tough. <laughs> no, probably not. Cam Newton might be, uh, might have been more hated at Auburn, but there's a carryover to the NFL 
especially in 2015. Newton's end zone celebration, or dabbing, caught fire after a prolonged dance against the Titans. Newton then bolted early from a Super Bowl press conference, which created another <laughs> firestorm. He celebrates every first down run, and that drives the old school crowd crazy. The Same 2015 and good times. Come on. 2015 NFL MVP promises to be a lightning rod for both sides for years to come. Rod. Ah, Rod. <laughs> Deion so then. I know. Deion Sanders, primetime, had a flair for the dramatic. He once showed up for training camp riding a Mercedes-Benz golf cart. The high-stepping showboat you couldn't keep your eyes off of. Sanders talked a lot of trash and was a threat to score every time he touched the ball. Perhaps no player had that kind of supreme confidence, and that, of course, attracts the haters. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a prick I hate. <laughs> Randy Moss. Oh. Randy Moss. Ma- Randy Moss, who says, I don't care if you're a cop, I will run you over. <laughs> he did that in Minnesota. Moss is the greatest vertical threat receiver in NFL history, but it came with side effects, like the time he bumped a Minneapolis traffic cop with his vehicle, <laughs> which spawned the catchphrase, straight cash homie. <laughs> Woo! I don't feel right saying that. Moss left the field early, squinted, squirted a ref with water bottle, and faux-mooned Packer fans. He knew how to piss people off, fans, teammates, coaches, anybody. Still a hell of a player who's pretty good oh, as yeah. an analyst. <laughs> uh, let me skip skip that guy. Johnny Manziel. Manziel, oh boy. Manziel simply couldn't ditch the Johnny football image after he was drafted by the Browns. He partied and partied, then partied some Woo-hoo! more. <laughs> uh, he was also charged with one-count misdemeanor assault and an alleged incident with his girlfriend. Ooh. Brandon Quincy got dismissed. That led to the Browns letting him go after just two seasons. Short. Yes, indeed. James Harrison. Harrison is one of the most talented and nastiest edge rushers to ever play the game. He was arrested in 2008 on simple assault charges, and in 2010 he was fined more than 100000 for various dirty hits and most notable, a body slam of Titans quarterback Vince Young. Damn. Harrison has always played with a nasty disposition, and he's not afraid to speak his mind. We should check YouTube. These, that sounds like his Tinder profile. <laughs> I play with a nasty disposition, and I'm not afraid to, to speak my mind. Swipe left, ladies. <laughs> Susan. <laughs> hey there, Susan. Hey, Susan. Jay Cutler. Oh, two words. Don't care. Cutler is the type of guy who might give you the bird while walking his dog down the street. Ah. Wait a minute. That actually happened. Oh, woof. Cutler's body language. <laughs> Cutler's <laughs> fucking hell, man. Cutler, Cutler's body language and don't give a you-know-what attitude have been overanalyzed for more than a decade. <laughs> My God. <laughs> you got me on that one. You got me on that one. Michael Michael Irvin. Fucking Cowboys. (laughs) The 90s Cowboys were loved or loathed, and the playmaker was at the front of all that. Irvin was arrested on charges of drug possession in 96, and everybody remembers Irvin showing up for the hearing in a full-length mink coat. That's how you want to show up for your hearing, right? I'm here! (laughs) I'm here and I'm furry. Pet me. <laughs> <laughs> Irvin, 
Irvin became the go-to uh, for guys who couldn't wait for the Cowboys dynasty to fall. And Eagles fans booed Irvin when he was carted off the field after suffering a career-ending er- injury. Boo! Well, that's wrong. But you know what? Eagles fans are douches. So the... <laughs> Susan knows all about that. She's becoming a woman. I love this. Oh, yeah. Adrian Peterson. (laughs) Peterson faced charges of felony child abuse before he pleaded no contest to a reduced charge of misdemeanor reckless assault. This is George Peterson. (laughs) He was suspended for the remainder of the 2014 season as a result. Peterson returned in 2015 and rushed for 1,485 yards and 11 touchdowns, but the suspension was still fresh in everyone's mind. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Ben Roethlisberger. Asshole. Yes. (laughs) Roethlisberger faced sexual assault allegations in 2008 and 2010. And these days, who isn't? I know, there should be a hashtag me too because of Ben. <laughs> the latter of which prompted NFL commissioner Roger Goodell to hand down a four oh! to hand down a four game suspension. As a result, Big Ben inherited another unsavory nickname. Look, it's Parliament, Big Ben. <laughs> he, he he inherited another another unsavory nickname and you know what that is? It's Rapeless Burger. Oh. That's what they would call him. And this hasn't gone away. No, cuz I just said it. <laughs> Cincinnati revived all that with a radio spot that targeted Roethlisberger. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. I'm surprised he wasn't higher on this list. I'm surprised he wasn't number two. <laughs> well, he is a number two. You know what? I feel. F- I, I actually. There's a part of me actually. that. Fe- yeah, actually, there's a part of me that feels for him because it's not like he <sighs> broke any kind of rule. No, he just started a whole stupid trend. He did do that. Which everybody I mean, was, everybody was, pudgily, you know, they were doing their thing, putting their hands over their heart and all that, standing for the flag. Right. Now, what? <laughs> maybe half of them at least aren't. When they, I, they've probably been doing it all their life. But it's actually not in the NFL rules that you have to be out for the anthem. That just started like five or six years ago. And it's it's still uh, voluntary. Well, go back. <laughs> if you're not going to salute the flag or anything like that and have respect for everyone who's served, oh, stay in the locker room or don't suit up. I'm not saying that you know, I'm not saying anything against people who've served. I'm just saying, I mean, it's not like he killed somebody. <laughs> he Yet. didn't kill anybody. Yet. Uh, Kaepernick, an outspoken quarterback on social media, has been an easy target for criticism for a while. Oh, and and P.S. P.M.S. Susan. Susan. (laughs) P.M.S. Susan, let me tell you. You'll be angry at the bowling. Um, As a quick side, um, Kaepernick, I think, uh, actually, aside from the fact that, you know, I, I just said what I said about him. Um, I think he thinks he's better than he is because yes. he's really not, I mean, he's okay. He's an okay quarterback. No, as but, a quarterback, yes, he's good. And but, he, he can run pretty damn good too. I mean, and he's turned down jobs. He got offered jobs 
And he turned them all <laughs> down because he was like, well, if I'm not going to be first string, if I'm not going to be the quarterback. You want but, fries with that? <laughs> but, I mean, people get hurt all the time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he could have he could have played. Anyway. <sighs> Uh, he created a firestorm and he refused to stand up for the national anthem during a preseason game oh. as a protest against police brutality, which caused an almost unprecedented reaction on social media and from former and current players in its aftermath. For his part, Kaepernick has not backed down in the face of that criticism. And he's still not playing. And he's still not playing. Thank God. Ray Lewis. Ho, 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 Ray Lewis. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ray, you. Ray, you. (laughs) (laughs) Hide Susan. Here comes Ray Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) Lewis's career was threatened when he was charged with murder in the death of two men who were attacked after a Super Bowl party in Atlanta in 2000. What do you mean, murder? I just said that so you open the door. The charges were dropped in exchange for testimony. Dismissed. This is Quincy. And Lewis would eventually go on to help Baltimore win two Super Bowls as a team leader until he retired in 2012. Lewis's critics, however, still exist to this day. And they will always exist. Yes, they will. Hmm. Couple more. Then then it's you, buddy. Me. Tom Brady. <laughs> I got his jersey on right now. Sean's raising his arms and, and happiness. Brady could be on a list of most loved players, too. But there's more haters given the controversy mm-hmm. surrounding the five-time Super Bowl winner. The Tuck Rules... Soon to be six. <laughs> the Tuck Rules, Spygate, Deflategate, I'm so tired of that term. So am I. Have all been part of his career, and he served a four-game <clears throat> suspension in 2006. A lot of the Brady hate comes as a result of all those wins, too, but even more from the controversy. And they're going to hate him more after this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Don't get cocky. Oh. <laughs> Terrell Owens, because I hate the Cowboys. Terrell Owens yeah. um, was a supremely talented receiver who was also a supremely selfish player who submarined multiple franchises during his playing career. Owens forced his way out of San Francisco only to have a two-year stint in Philadelphia that ended with him doing sit-ups in a driveway before being suspended by the team. Owens resurfaced in Dallas, <laughs> and that ended badly, too. After stints in Buffalo and Cincinnati, Owens' 15-year career ended with Hall of Fame numbers, but he's having to wait longer because of all the damage. Oh, well. And the last one. Ooh. Payton! And- no, but this guy deserves it. Eli! No, this guy really deserves it. Peyton! No. <laughs> Michael Vick! Yeah. Remember the protests. Vick went from one of the league's more popular players to one of the most reviled for his role in a dogfighting ring that eventually led to federal prison uh, for the quarterback. Vick, <laughs> Vick missed the 2007 and 2008 seasons before returning with the Eagles, and the protests continued. He repaired his image, but no star player has ever faced that level of hatred during their playing career. Mm-hmm. Well, what can I say? So we get for having dog fights, mother. <laughs> Stop fighting with dogs. Stop making dogs fight with dogs. Mm. All right, Playboy, you're up. It's pointless. It is. 
where I gathered together was a bunch of uh, notes about highlights from past Super Bowls. Oh! <clears throat> of course, most recent, number 51, Elliman's Amazing Catch. When they were playing the Falcons. Uh, let's see. I believe there's like f- at least four or five Falcons or so around Elderman. And he still caught the ball before it touched the ground. Amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These are just all amazing moments oh, about okay. what happens. Not actual stories or anything, just facts. Oh, all right. And we won that one. <laughs> 34-28. Ah. Bye-bye, Falcons. <laughs> yeah, that was Atlanta's fuck-up. <laughs> they uh, they had that game. It was theirs to lose. Mm-hmm. Same as uh, Jacksonville a couple a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, they they had multiple opportunities to win, and they just blew it. Ah, blew it like Susan because <laughs> she can bowl. That's I, I am never going to forget you, Susan. I will taunt you forever. <laughs> Can't have sex. I'm really good at bowling this week. <laughs> Sorry, it's hilarious. I can't stop. Next was a highlight from uh, Super Bowl 49. When uh, Patriots were taken on the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Which, coincidentally, today at my wife's uh, work... They actually had some of the Minutemen, those guys dressed up on the field with the rifles. Yeah. Visiting uh, her place of work with uh, some of the Super Bowl trophies. Oh, nice. And she got her picture taken with the one that we won against Seattle. Ah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> the big trophy. She says really heavy. I would assume so, yeah. <sighs> but the highlight from that one was Malcolm Butler. Intercepting the ball at the goal line. That was... Pete Carroll should have been fired for that decision. <laughs> you do not throw the ball on the one-yard line. Mm-hmm. Anybody in in Madden would do the pass. I mean, you, you, you do the, the, the run. You do the halfback sneak, something. You Some don't throw the ball. <laughs> no, and uh, I want these, uh, either one or two of these other highlights. Yeah. Similar thing happened. Yeah. Except for, it went worse. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same, but way different. <laughs> I, mean, the, the, I don't think they were at the end of the games. Yeah. Like, like this one was. Because if Malcolm didn't intercept that, mm-hmm. they would have been over us at the very end there, and they would have won. Mm-hmm. Well, too bad they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't I don't like Seattle, so. But Butler saved it for us. We win. Super Bowl 42. Ah. There is... The way I got these was I was watching a YouTube video. Yeah. Of uh, Super Bowl highlights, <clears throat> like great moments from the Super Bowls. And I saw this one where I believe... <laughs> I think Pats were playing the Giants. Yeah. Eli made a pass from the five-yard line. To Manningham, who made an amazing inbound catch. Yep. At the forty-eight yard line, right before he was pushed out of bounds. 
Yeah, that was one of those like drag the toe kind <laughs> yeah. of catches. Let me yeah. get my tippy toes in there <laughs> before I get pushed out. Yep. Because he had two pats like right on him. But it was an amazing, amazing catch. Yeah, he was a decent player. See, I don't I'm know not, what I'm the hell a, happened to him. I'm not one of those fans that will just uh, watch a game and not give that guy credit <laughs> for an awesome catch or whatever or an awesome block or hit. Yeah. Um, even when I'm on the other side, I'm like, ooh, that was awesome. That was a great, you know, that was a great hit. Especially if they like hit and wrap for, yeah. for the tackling. Because that's how it should be done. <laughs> a lot of these guys, they do those showboating. They think they're all that. So instead of a hit and wrap tackle and take them down and make it look so violent and awesome, they just throw their bodies and shoulders into them. And that's why half the time they miss. And the guy goes right by them, sometimes even for a touchdown. That's when I look at that person and go, <laughs> These things happen. What can I say? <laughs> You're taught in peewee football to hit and rap. You're taught in high school to hit and rap. Sit, sit around, kids. We're going to rap. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> sit around. Let's rap. You roll it on the penis. <laughs> <laughs> Susan knows how. Susan better learn. <laughs> She's a woman now. <laughs> A week later, she can try that. <laughs> Same bowl. There was another play where Eli, well, the Giants were on offense. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eli was scrambling for his life. Trying As to, he always is. <laughs> avoiding, trying to avoid getting sacked. As he always is. And he managed to uh, like, kind of duck out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he passed it to David Tyree. The helmet catch. Yes. The yes. famous helmet catch. Yes. Which was at the 24-yard line, and Manning was at the 34. Um, I think that was when they beat them when they were having the um, undefeated season. Giants won that game 17-14. Yep. Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, she knows a giant. I do. That would be cool if it's that, those two teams again, huh? Uh, you know what? No. I don't want that. I'm sorry. I don't want that to happen ever again because the Giants already beat them twice. And I have that. And if that gets taken away from me, I won't have it anymore. Aww. And I like it. Mm. I can say he's got two less rings because of the Giants. And I feel good about that. <laughs> I do. Gives me great joy. <laughs> Oh, a little tear. Single uh, tear. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> past is the past. Can't win them all. No, you can't. But we will someday. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting old, man. He's like 40. You got what, another five years in him? I'm 40. No, for a football player, he's getting old. Maybe. No, he is. <laughs> I wish Eli would get old. <laughs> I, I want know. him gone. Well, that's why I say about Peyton, and Peyton won't get out from behind the camera. But at least he finally retired. You don't have to watch yeah. him play. He retired to be with his family and spend time with his kids. He needs to go coach his brother. Right now he's still doing uh, damn commercials. I haven't seen him in a commercial in a long time, though. 
Maybe I'm just not watching the right shit. He's always doing the nationwides. Uh, nationwide is on your side. Actually, last nationwide commercial I sang, some redneck was singing. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Why are they singing? <laughs> Stop singing. I know. Stop singing. It's only insurance. <laughs> Next highlight is from uh, Super Bowl 47. Jacoby Jones had a kickoff return from the back of the end zone. He uh, ran all the way across the field for a touchdown. It was a Super Bowl record 109-yard run. Baltimore versus the 49ers was the game. Ravens won that one 34-31. Oh, good job, Ray Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) He was like way at the back, not at the start of the end zone. Right. He was like a foot in from the way back. You nice. All the way downfield. I actually like it when they run. When they run. When, I like it when they run. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up, Susan. <laughs> I actually like it when they run the ball. And when they don't do the fair catch, they catch and then, then they try to do something. Because for <laughs> And me, they succeed. And, well, I mean, you know, sometimes you don't. But I like it when they try because I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, at least it's in the try. Instead of taking the knee and... Going yeah. automatically out to the 25 or 20. Yeah, it's like you could do so much more. <laughs> Who knows? You might pick up at least another five more yards than you would taking the knee. I know. <laughs> got Run! <laughs> run, Susan, run! Run! He's got a bowling ball. <laughs> I promise I'm going to stop <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> she can't run this week. <laughs> she can't. Well, the side of the box says you can run and do horseback riding and swim and all kinds of shit. (laughs) (laughs) That is so inside. Poor horse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll get any of that on my back now. (laughs) I am dying. Oh, gosh. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> you better wipe that saddle down You can keep the saddle <laughs> We don't want it back Keep it <laughs> You take it with you uh, Anytime you come here ride the horse You bring that saddle <laughs> We don't have any other spares Tell you what You just bought yourself a saddle <laughs> Woo wee Oh. <laughs> Next one's uh, Super Bowl 44. We're the Saints. Oh! Played the Colts. Oh! Back when freaking Manning was on the Colts. Wah, wah. But there's a reason I put this in. Okay. He got tackled, didn't he? <laughs> nope. But he did throw a pass that had just less than about four minutes left in the game. Yeah. He was intercepted. And uh, that sealed the win for the Saints. And they Fair won enough. Thirty-one seventeen. Was that the year of Katrina? I I think they went to the Super Bowl the year like Might after Katrina, because everybody wanted the Saints to win because of Katrina. <laughs> oh, they got their wish. They were like something horrible happened. At least give them a Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, so yeah. Peyton threw an interception. They lost. I was happy. 
Fair enough. Now we go a year before that to Super Bowl 43. Steelers versus Cardinals. James Harrison. <laughs> we just talked about him. <laughs> James Harrison intercepted the pass right at the goal line. And then he ran across the entire field 100 yards for a touchdown. He's a big dude. The fact that he was able to run 100 yards is amazing. Yep. And if you watch the video, when he gets in the end zone, he just drops. Uh, yeah, because he's probably winded. <laughs> yes. He's like, somebody get me a Diet Coke and an air pump. <laughs> I, I need can't oxygen. Breathe. Yeah. I can't breathe. <laughs> I need the breath of life. And good thing he did that because Steelers won that 27-23. Eh. <laughs> sure. Now we go way back to Super Bowl 21. Oh, dear. That was one of ours. See? <laughs> she knows her Giants. <laughs> Giants versus the Broncos. Yep. The highlight I saw, Phil Sims made a pass to Mark Burr. Bavaro? Bavaro. Bavaro. <laughs> You're welcome. He was awesome. <laughs> Who couldn't catch the ball, but yet Phil McConkey. 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 Yeah, McConkey. Okay. <laughs> Him. Yay. Phil. <laughs> he made a little diving catch <clears throat> in the end zone, and he caught the ball, which gave them a touchdown. The Giants won that 39-20. to 20. Damn right. <laughs> Don't you wish the Giants were like the way they used to be? <sighs> they have potential. That's the problem. Is that there's a lot of talent and a lot of potential. It's just that they they have no guidance. And I'm hoping with the new coach that they have, they'll have that. And if everybody can stay healthy. Yeah, that was the other thing. Everybody got up. hurt last year. They were all gronks. <laughs> I got a field full of gronks. <laughs> bunch of fragile mother fragilies. Fragilies. <laughs> You're all a bunch of Susans. <laughs> Are you good at bowling? Strike. <laughs> <laughs> Next we go to the one after that. Super Bowl 22. The Redskins versus the Broncos. And let's see. The I, one. I'm trying to think of who I would root for in that situation. <laughs> Oh, probably Redskins. Uh, well, wait, what year was this? I don't know. I didn't write that down. Well, well, well what? What was it? Twenty two. Mm, Elway yeah. had to have been playing, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, I guess I'd go Broncos. I was, I was, I was trying to think about the video I was watching. <laughs> it's John Elway days. Yeah, I guess I'd go Broncos for John Elway. Although he's a kind of an asshole, but <laughs> uh, that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Uh, I believe is the first play of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first snap. Uh, Doug Williams on Washington threw a 80-yard touchdown to Ricky Sanders, Ooh. which the play ignited the greatest offensive <clears throat> explosion in Super Bowl history. Fair enough. Now, to me, that Super Bowl history, biggest <laughs> explosion, you know, that could have been at that point in time. I'm sure there's a, other explosions that uh, I didn't come across on the videos yet. Huh. That's more recent. But Redskins won 42-10. Holy crap! Yep. So that makes two years in a row that the Broncos uh, went to the bowl and Broncos lost in the bowl. Too bad. So sad. 
Too bad Peyton wasn't playing then. <laughs> he hates Peyton so much. <sighs> oh, my God. Next year, we go to 23. Mm-hmm. 49ers and the Bengals. <clears throat> With 34 seconds left in the fourth quarter, Joe Montana threw a 10-yard touchdown pass to John Taylor, which gave the 49ers <clears throat> the lead that they needed. And they won 20-16. to Good for Montana. He was yeah. a great quarterback. Yes. Absolutely. He's one of uh, one of Tab's favorites. That was back in the day when San Fran was the bomb. When they had Jerry Rice. Rice, mm. Montana, everybody. Yeah. Killing it. <laughs> now we jump off to Super Bowl 40. Oh, wow. <clears throat> the video that I was watching. Yeah. To give you a quick little rundown, there were there were some other little clips in between. Mm-hmm. So, those ones, you know, they were good moments, but they weren't like exciting. This play won the game for them. This play ah. won the game for them. It was just like, okay, it's, uh, you know, he ran it in for a touchdown. Yay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> That's oh, what he's he... supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did his job. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> And you'll get paid a lot of money. Woo! Ben Rosselberger. Rapelessberger. <laughs> That's what they call him. All right. We'll go He's gross. He did a handoff <clears throat> to uh, reverse a play with An- Antoine Randall, who then made a who then made a pass to Heinz Ward from 43 yards out. And Steelers won that game 21-10. Oh, boy. So they just faked the handoff play, and then it turned the reverse, mm-hmm. which turned to a pass, and if I remember right, touchdown. Ah, two of those people were on that most hated list. Heinz <laughs> Ward. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> and the last one I have, uh, Super Bowl 34, Rams against the Titans. Whoa. Oh. Oh. <laughs> What a piss poor thing that is. <laughs> the Rams and the Titans. At the end of the game, the Rams won. Thanks to a tackle just about two yards from the goal line from Mike Jones and the Rams, uh, who placed the tackle on Kevin Dyson, who was tackled, and then he tried to stretch out and get the ball over the line. Yeah. But the ball was at least a yard, yard and a half away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was still trying. Like, I'm thinking it's a little late there, dude. You're already down. Yeah. So that tackle saved the game, and the Rams won. Rams win! Oh, my gosh. Well, there's some highlights. That was probably the last Super Bowl that the Rams won. (laughs) Enjoy that one. Because, and now they're the L.A. Rams. Yeah. Wish people would stop moving around. I can't keep track of nothing. Raiders are moving? Yep, to Vegas. They can have them. <laughs> I got a whole thing about the Raiders. I'm sure their fans you. are still pissed. I'm sure they are. But California's got like... Okay, a lot Cali- of problems. <laughs> yeah. California has the San Diego Chargers. Mm-hmm. They have the LA Rams. 49ers. They have the 49ers. And they have the Raiders. They have four teams. Yep. They're not going to miss one. <laughs> and I feel like I'm missing one. Because there's just so many. It's ridiculous. I believe Ryan, I got them all, though. 
Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Ricky Mike, Mike, Ralph, Ralph. Johnny. <laughs> cool it now. Ooh, watch out. We got one more thing before we send you on your way. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. NFL's rowdiest fans. Woo! Ho, ho, ho. Boy. <laughs> Most professional sports teams that aren't based in Florida have rowdy fans. That's the nature of the beast, particularly in the particularly I have trouble with that word in the NFL. In fact, if the fans in your city aren't rowdy at game time, you probably need to hand over your franchise to a more appreciative locale. That being said, not all rowdy fan bases are created equal. Here are the 15 rowdiest fan bases in the NFL. Number 15, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I hate the Cowboys. There's no denying that fans in the Big D have lost a step in recent years. Maybe it's Tony Romo's penchant for coming up short. Actually, he's not the quarterback anymore. Update your list. <laughs> or, or Jerry Jones's billion-dollar playpen. But the Cowboys have barely been relevant in over a decade. All that aside, Cowboys fans are still some of the best in the league, and Jones owes them more than all the uh, more than the all style no substance teams he's been fielding since 2000. My lord. Number My. 14, the New York Giants. There you go. What can I say? Why 14? I don't know. I'll take it though. <laughs> Giants fans have a lot of reasons to get rowdy. They are currently and historically kings of New York. Fuck the Jets. <laughs> and at the moment they've got the only functioning Manning left in the NFL. Plus, he's starting to live up to the family name. No, he is not. <laughs> Fans of the G-Men are everything you've come to expect from residents of the Big Apple. Confident, uh, bo bordering on cocky, brash, and loud, usually with the goods to back it up. Not this past season. Hey, Susan, she said cocky. Oh, Susan! <laughs> A little hygiene. <laughs> A little hygiene class for you, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at bowling tonight. Okay. Number 13, the Kansas City Chiefs. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> the Chiefs haven't had much to cheer for in the last decade, but Arrowhead Stadium is still one of the toughest places in the NFL to play. Chiefs fans are loud, loyal, and large and in charge. Whatever. Their mascot is, inexplicably, a crazy badass wolf who is on hand specifically to tackle your ass if you get out of hand at a game. Now I want to go to a Chiefs game to have a wolf tackle me. <laughs> That's on the list now. Team Wolf. Team Wolf. Team Wolf. They should, have all, they should have the wolf wear a James Harrison costume if they want to keep people in line. There you go. Or Beaver's uh, basketball right. outfit. Number 12, Chicago Bears. The Bears. How is that? They they suck. How are they rowdy? Chicago is one of the best sports towns in the country, if not the very best. I've sensed bias here. Somehow <laughs> Chicago manages to spread the love almost equally, except for the White Sox, amongst all its professional sports teams. But there is nowhere in Chicago where the bear bellies are bigger and the mouths are louder than at Soldier Field. Belly. Oh, you big mouth belly. Person, <laughs> fuck you, Susan. <laughs> uh, number eleven, the Denver Broncos. Boo! <laughs> Broncos fans have gotten substantially rowdier in the last couple of years, and you've got to have, uh, 
And I got just one explanation for you. Tim Tebow. He doesn't even play there anymore. Fans in Denver go crazy for the kid, and like it or not, it's hard to even remember what the sports world was like before Tebow Mania gripped the nation. Well, we remember now because he's playing baseball. And I remember one of the Mm. biggest, shittiest things that the Broncos did. When they caught him? No. Okay. When uh, they were having the big game, Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't let anybody that's a Patriots fan get in or Ah. or get tickets. Ah. That was the shittiest thing in the world to do. I don't know what to tell you. Um, we're all over the country, people. <laughs> and we have every right to go in there and root for our team if we want to. Number 10, New York Jets. Like so, the Jets. Go eat out Susan. <laughs> with, his, with his big belly, big ego, belly. big mouth. You can imagine the head coach of any team but the Jets. It seems like the Jets feel... Like second-class citizens in their own city, because they are. (laughs) And that drives a lot of their trash talk and posturing. The Jets might not be as successful as the Giants. (laughs) 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 Bitches! But they've definitely got more unhinged, in a good way, fan base. Much like growing up a Mets fan in New York, uh, enough years in gangrene are almost certain to lead to some kind of acute psychosis. Their fans are unpredictable brawlers, eager to prove their best at something, even if it's just kicking your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bitches. The Baltimore Ravens. Oh, they're a bunch of brutes. Oh, the Ravens play really <clears throat> dirty. Oh, yeah. In 2011, Baltimore was named 29th best sports city by AOL. Uh, the strength of the Ravens fan base alone helped it land in the top 10% of all cities. Ravens fan are tough, loud, have hilarious accents, they do, mm-hmm. and possess more purple plastic jewelry than the city of New Orleans during Mardi Gras. New Orleans. <clears throat> New Orleans. Oh, <laughs> number eight, New England Patriots. Woo! <laughs> it's a testament to all of Boston that the Patriots, the second tier, if not third tier team in the city, is still considered one of the best fan bases in the NFL. Yeah. Considering the Patriots season is just considered Red Sox offseason, <laughs> things can get pretty rowdy up in Foxborough. Boston is the best sports town in the country, and if you've ever been to a Pats game as an opposing fan, you know it's best to just keep to yourself. Yeah! <laughs> Violence! Number seven. Well said. The Philadelphia Eagles. Fuck the Eagles. Your mother. (laughs) This is just how Philadelphia fans roll. Knee deep in crazy. And it's not just Eagles fans. Phillies fans famously rioted after 2008 World Series victory. And more recently, Flyers fans made headlines for brutally beating a Rangers fan outside a cheesesteaks shop in Philly after the 2012 Winter Classic. Naturally, the Rangers fan was an off-duty cop and, oh. an, and an Iraq War veteran. There are rowdy, they are a rowdy group in Philly, and Lincoln Financial Field is one of the last places in the country you want to be caught in a Giants or Cowboys jersey. See, that's not a reason why the uh, Boston slash Patriots <laughs> fans are better. Because we don't do shit like that. Did you not just hear when I said opposing fans keep to yourself? I've had eggs thrown at my car for giant stuff. I'm serious. When I worked at Bradley's. Bradley's! (laughs) My car was egged. New Orleans Saints. New Orleans. (laughs) New Orleans! I know, right there. 
See? There's a good reason you wear the hat tonight. It's no surprise fans in New Orleans know how to get down. Yeah. The Saints Mighty have... Girl. <laughs> Woo! The Saints have always had a great fan base, but since quarterback Drew Brees came to town in the wake of Hurricane Katrina devastation, who that nation really had something to cheer for? Show us your boobs! <laughs> Come on, Susan. Mighty girl. She's a woman now. We want boobs. <laughs> Brees was the unofficial king of New Orleans, and his Saints were all but unbeatable in the Superdome, thanks in large part to the energy and noise, courtesy of who that nation. The next one I don't understand, because they suck. Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Although they, they've they been doing better in the, the past couple of years. They are improving. <laughs> they are. Over the last decade, many teams in the NFL have made safety and security a top priority. Eagles, Steelers, and Broncos have all instituted a number of new policies aimed at curbing crazy fan antics. In Buffalo, it just isn't in the budget. The Wall Street Journal reported that the Bills struggle to contain some of the worst-behaving fans in all professional sports. Their big deterrent to drunken antics? Playing to... Uh, I'm sorry. Trying to shame offenders by publishing their names in local papers. Mm. Sounds more like an incentive if you ask me. Well, see me in the paper? Ask you, but yes. You see me in the paper? That was at the <laughs> Bills game. You see me? See me? See me? <laughs> me, 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 me. Number four, Green Bay Packers. If this was high school yearbook poll... Packers fans would be voted most likely to take their clothes off in the snow. Although Bears fans would come a close second. Packers fans have always been rowdy, but with just one loss uh, in 2011 and a Super Bowl, they've definitely cranked it up a few notches. Anyone else wondering where they sell the cheese bras? Mm. Susan is. <laughs> I like cheese. I like Cheetos. <laughs> The Seattle Seahawks. Uh, who? Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Who? That's right. Yeah. Forget the latte-sipping Starbucks junkie stereotype that comes to mind when you think of Seattle. No, I think of rain. Yes. Seahawks fans are the real deal. They've been taking crazy cues from Steelers fans and fashion cues uh. from Raiders fans. They, the result is an unhinged hybrid donning day glow green. Oh, dear. Mm. Oh, my. Which brings us to the Steelers fans. There are no fans in the country (laughs) more likely to make themselves at home in your building than Steelers fans. When the Steelers play teams like the Jaguars, the Rams, or the Chargers, it might as well be a home game with many terrible towels as there are in the stands. There are also no fans in the country more likely to make you regret traveling away than a Steelers fan. Okay. And the last one, Oakland Raiders. Soon to be the something else Raiders. Las Vegas, whatever the fuck. Oakland Raiders fans actually have stabbed people outside the game. Wow. That's how fucking crazy Oakland Raiders fans are. When it comes to Bay Area football fans, the Raiders definitely cornered the market on rowdiness. They dressed like Lucifer's army behave like escaped <laughs> mental patients, wow. and live on the fear and misery of opposing fans. Respect Raider Nation. <laughs> now tell us your true thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> How are you really feeling about that? I love it. They act like escaped mental patients. I was in um, prison convicts. Prison convicts, yeah. <clears throat> that too. Well... 
<sighs> like like boys to men says, we've come to the end of the road. Oh. I know. Oh. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not psychic. I don't know who's gonna win. If you've list, if you're listening to this after the Super Bowl, then you already know. So you don't need us to tell you. But the Pats. <laughs> the Pats. Uh, I'm just rooting for the Doritos commercials. Sex. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I want a good commercial. I don't want a lame ass commercial. I want a lot of good commercials. Yeah, we've had bad commercials these past few years. I want some good commercials. At least the past five years, they sucked. Yes, they have. Get funny. Yes. Like us. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Susan, you can bowl and you can <laughs> ride horseback and do all that fun stuff now. By yourself? You're blossoming into a full woman. <laughs> yeah, blossoming and making a mess. I'm good at bowling. And Sean's got something to tell you. <laughs> Stay away from Susan. <laughs> Give her another week. <laughs> and have her get everything. <laughs> She's a woman now. Sure, right? Excuse, do anal. <laughs> That's getting cut. She might still bleed. Oh! Susan's a bleeder. Oh, boy. Oh, I dropped napkins. Susan, want to get those? <laughs> you might need them. You might need them. They have wings. Oh, like buffalo. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> buffalo don't have wings. Oh, so.